When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I specialize in gut health and anti-inflammatory therapies. You can't eat something and say, I need it to go in my booty. People need to think about how individualized they are. Modern medicine don't like us to say food is medicine. They don't want us to say that. Welcome. You are tuned into Monuments to Me, brought to you by Revolt. This is a safe space for honest and relevant conversations intended to recharge Black women and fuel Black girl magic. We're your hosts, Akila Friend and Don Montgomery, and each week we'll be addressing a range of topics from self-care, entrepreneurship, to politics and relationships. Join us as we explore and bask in the joys of Black womanhood. Black women and those who love black women, welcome back to this protected space. First of all, our guest face right now, when I said that, I love it. I love, I love, it. The, I love the intro. Already. I love it. Yes, it's going to be a good conversation. Um, this is Monuments to Me, a podcast brought to you by Revolt. We're your hosts. I'm Akila Friends. And I'm Don Montgomery. And today we are joined by registered dietitian nutritionist, Joanne yes. Philman. Yes. Welcome. Thank Welcome. you for having me, ladies. Yeah, this we so had great. to have you. I did the countdown. I did the math. We are 64 days out from summer. Yes. <laughs> this recording like <laughs> and, and there are people trying listen. to unbig their bags <laughs> oh my okay. and trying to figure out Presents. how they can make these things happen Presents. and <laughs> trying to finally is, have a two-pack like the, i'm not even waiting for all for, six and just the, give me two and, <laughs> and the thing is is we gotta be realistic okay you know so, so let's have this talk we're gonna have this talk <laughs> we're gonna have this talk about nutrition about fitness about mm. just health journey and all in your yes. journey too because I think all the things you know the business side of what you're doing but yeah. also literally just the service side yeah. of what you're doing I think it's I think it's incredible it yeah, is yeah. incredible yes. so let's just start with you like mm-hmm. just go ahead and just kind of like share your journey and how you got to this point yes. to being a dietitian yes <laughs> well I'm so happy to be here this is yes. such a great I love the blackness I feel oh <laughs> yes blackness yes. black girl magic. Oh, yes. right, right, right. <laughs> so I'm Joanne Philman. I am a registered dietitian nutritionist I've been in this field for 15 years plus now. I got to become a registered dietitian. So I'm originally from Haiti, raised in the United States in Orlando. So what First generation, second generation, no. First, she's from from Haiti. From from Haiti. So you've been here. I've been been here since I was six. True immigrant, yes. Okay, gotcha. (laughs) immigrant, but I'm very Americanized because most of my life I've spent here. 
So I had never heard of a dietitian. Okay. Didn't know okay. that was a career. Okay. Caribbean folks, Haitian folks, I can speak. We know, or the Haitian before me, engineer, lawyer, doctor. Got you. <laughs> That's what the, they want you to the become. The right? yeah. So I was really passionate about medicine. So I was headed to med school. I okay. was pre-med, exercise science oh, nice. at Florida State University. Okay. And in their program, they want you to take nutrition courses. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. So yeah. I started taking these nutrition courses and I was like, hold up. You're telling me this is a career? Wow. I can actually whole mix yeah. a whole career. I can mix my passion of medicine with food because my parents, my dad, by career choice, he was culinary French chef wow. trained. My mom that. went to culinary school for fun. Oh my God. But they the were both trained. <laughs> Listen, Listen, I'm already trying to coordinate. Okay, right. so who have a Thanksgiving? <laughs> who is going to have Christmas? Like, what are y'all eating? It was a melting pot of mm. Haitian cuisine, French cuisine. You know, it was really what I grew up with, the background mm. that I had. Yeah, so the yeah. fact that I could mix them with a career, right. yeah. I was like, I don't think I want to go to med school anymore. And it was a hard sell. I was about to say, my how parents, was that conversation? They didn't really. Because for a, a hot second, I was pre-med as well. You were. <laughs> same situation. What what you going to be? <laughs> what are the options? And for me, though, it ended up being public health that I studied. Mm-hmm. And so, and chemistry. Mm-hmm. Chemistry was that course to say, no, I'm not about Organic to do another. Chemistry. Organic chemistry. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. said, no, ma'am, we're going to figure out a way to get to the business side of, the <laughs> business side of this whole equation. Jesus. But for you, was what was that conversation like? So I had a conversation with my parents, and of course, my word means nothing. Even though <laughs> I'm telling these people, this is what it's going to be, this is what I would like yeah, to do. Yeah. They went and spoke to the doctors and the family, <laughs> the people who are in the medical field who have been it for years. And thank goodness they co-signed. They were like, yes, dietetics, being a dietitian is a respectable degree. Yes. So that oh, Lord, supported the me. The process. Approval, right? like, I was I'm able to be here feeling like I'm, in, I'm getting heat from it. Like, Listen, <laughs> Lord Jesus. It's a Caribbean thing. Like, you want approval from your parents. I've always heard that, yeah. Um, Caribbean and African. And, right. Yeah. right. Yeah, uh-huh. Even though it seems like, I mean, generally, it seems like they get it even harder sometimes with that approval process. Right. We get it, too. We, we, get, it we too. get it, too. We get it, too. Mm-hmm. I think Joanne now, in my yeah. early 40s, would have been like, this was happening. Right. Y'all, right, 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 y'all right. gonna take this dietitian yes. right. and, and live with it. But back then in my 20s, it was like... Okay, I gotta sell them. I gotta figure out how to sell them. I, I gotta, know. you know, Take I gotta. It was, right, right. <laughs> and I was, you know, my husband, my now husband, and I were dating. You know, we were getting serious, and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so once he proposes, because this is the mindset of Haitians. Mm-hmm. Once he proposes, we're about to get married. He is now my leader. Like they can't right. overstep. Ooh, they right. can't. They can't really be like. Joanne, what you doing? Because right. that will be superseding. That's the mentality. Yeah, that's so I don't know. That's yeah. how they think. So right. once, you know, I became engaged, it was even it an was, easier yes. sell because they can't say nothing to me. <laughs> right. They I think my that. husband ruled me. Okay, let's let's yes, do it. I love okay. it. Let's so do it that way. Process yeah. Right. It was so and then, you know, we moved after we got married, we moved here. I got a second degree. So I had my pre-med degree. I got a second degree at University of Georgia yeah. because it was easier to spend a year focusing on the core courses that I needed mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. than to do them all at a graduate level. So I just got a second degree in dietetics, took me about a year and a half to do. And then I moved forward to the master's program and became a dietitian. It. it wasn't required right. then, but right. I did it because in my field, us minorities only make up 2.6% okay. of the field of 
dietetics. Okay. And so even though it, a master's degree wasn't required then, right. it was coming. Mm-hmm. And I okay. knew I needed that extra step to make me look. Isn't it? Because you said that I'm like, it's so interesting, but it's so common that we know, you know, to have that foresight and the need to have that foresight right. as a black right. woman, like wanting to excel in your career right. to say, I need to do this extra education. Right. I need to get this extra certification like, in order right. to make sure, mm-hmm. you know, get it out the way, but also to make sure like you're on an equal playing field forever. That's right. 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 Like right. an equal playing field mm-hmm. because they're going to go to my white counterparts before they go to me. Mm-hmm. Brands does do this now all the time. That's oh, crazy. Like for what? For, 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 for consulting? For, for consulting. They'll go consulting. to, okay. you know, because they're sellable, you know, being white, female, it's more easier to sell and present them as this is my dietitian than to say this black girl is my dietitian. Right, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for in that whole process alone, mm-hmm. that's not like a couple of years. Oh, yeah. It was a few years. So I had my, my this first is not bachelor's. overnight decision to make. And no, go it's and go not through. an overnight True. decision. But I mean... If you're going to do it, please do it because I, we need more black women. Okay, because that was my point because we already heard the percentage and yes. how low that is. So yes. we need to be realistic about how we need more of us in this space. Right. So, okay. Especially right. when let's, we let's, talk about this is to do with your body. Like, yes. Right. What you yes. eat, right. how you, you know, how, the fuel that you need to then right. go out into this world. And yes. so it's so interesting who are we taking those lessons from? Absolutely. Come on. Come on with it. <laughs> because we got a lot that, of right. IG dietitians yes. that ain't been certified, <laughs> mastified, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like let's be real. Like, yes. we're joking, but let's be real. Like, there's a lot of people that are taking advice yes. and doing certain things because they see certain people take on that and it's a trend or whatever. Right. And that's not healthy. Not right. Healthy. That's Great point. And I totally agree to that. But to add to that, the reason why we really need representation is because if anyone outside of the field, we're in America, we're in the United States of America, I should say. We are a melting pot. We look different. We come from different cultures. How much sense does it make for you to go to people who don't understand various backgrounds? Because for a long time until recently, most dietitians were selling that you need to give up your culture. You need to stop yes. eating your cultural foods. Yes. You need to mm-hmm. kale is it. We weren't talking about. In other words, they were telling us to get. They were telling us to get rid of seasoning. <laughs> Damn these people! <laughs> right, bring seasoning back. Right, that's exactly. I mean, it's, it's, it's the true. That seasoning can still it's be true. healthy, or not even, or you end up having to educate your providers because they don't know right, this or that right, food. right, and it's like. Right. How was that? First of all, how was that in school? You know, because obviously you're learning now with other people yes. that don't understand mm-hmm. kind of your background. I think it's amazing that you come from Haiti, so you uh-huh. pro- yes, provide that yes. extra level. Mm-hmm. But then also now in the field, the first coming years, you know, first five, first ten years of just being, I think having to educate on top of being able to do your job. Right. Like that's, yes. That sounds like that three jobs part. already. Yes. What Absolutely. was that experience like? Let me add to that before I lose mm-hmm. this train of thought. It, it's not sustainable mm. for me to tell someone. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. 
who, you know, whatever their culture is, to give up their identity. <laughs> True. To manage whatever the condition uh-huh. or to be their better self. Let's say they have no conditions just to be their better self. Mm-hmm. If you're removing somebody's identity, it's not sustainable. So mm-hmm. they're going to do it for a few weeks, maybe a few months, mm-hmm. and then they're going to drop it. Yeah. Right. Really, and yeah. then so whatever it is that we were trying, the goals we were trying to eat, um, do for better life or mm-hmm. better lifestyle, it's not going to happen because... I'm not used to eating brown rice, and I don't want to eat brown rice. <laughs> right. Right. Well, even that is like when you get around your family and your friends, it's like everybody else eating this. So yes. I'm, I'm just going to get a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get a little bit. Right. And then right. you become know, that family member because we all got a couple. And, okay. I, and one season, I was that person. <laughs> Baby, <laughs> like, I'm going to tell like, you now. I'm going to have to do this My challenge. family know I'm, I'm not doing that. And so, <laughs> what are we talking about? And so then it was like, well, you're going to have to make your own food. And oh, you're going to have to provide exactly. your own plate. And then there's a less of a, I think, community aspect now when you're around your family. You feel left out. Yeah, absolutely. Because you don't know what to do. You don't know how to plate your food with your cultural food. Mm -hmm. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. So you're here eating brown rice that you don't know how to make right. Uh, (laughs) uh, Kale that you may not like. And there's nothing wrong with kale. I I love kale. kale. I cook cook with kale all the time. But people don't know how to make rice (laughs) in general. People don't. Like... That's a phenomenon. Like, what are, what are we talking about? That's a pandemic. Don't talk about me and my rice cooker. You don't okay? know how to make oh, rice. Is she people? But, but I'm not going to group you in there because at least you have a rice, rice cooker, cooker to know that you don't know how to make rice. So Sometimes you have something I that helps level. you. I don't get it. <laughs> so let's, let's, this is a safe space. Like, we get you. But there are people who, why is there so water in why there? Why is it so much why water? Or why is it super hard? So we're making rice soup. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. So so for you, like in, in getting to that point of becoming that thing, right? Knowing uh-huh. that you're gonna do it, becoming it. Now, how does that affect your household immediately? Because mm-hmm. a lot of people choose careers to where they're helping other people, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of times the home is like last place or right. eventually they'll get to it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Where a lot of people yeah. are going outside mm-hmm. the home to do the thing. But did you start at home first and then go out? Or was it like a balance of the two? Like Because we're going to switch some things up at home because we've got to cut out some things. True. I've always been health-minded, if mm-hmm. that's for lack of a better word, I've always been that person. I loved working out. You know, I had brothers growing up and I was always trying to keep up with them. <laughs> so I've always been, I wasn't an athlete, but I've always been athletic, so okay. to speak, because I was always working out. You know, when I was in college, I was working out. My husband is that person also. So we really meshed well okay. in that manner. So when we did get married, we need to revamp everything because I can't be teaching people one thing and I'm not doing it. Right, right. We weren't that family. So by the time I got married, I hadn't finished my uh, master's degree. Okay. I hadn't gone through my internship or sat for my board exams. Mm-hmm. So I did that after I was married. Mm-hmm. So it was not a big change for us. Okay. And this is not to say that we are eating a raw diet, like we're uh-huh. not eating anything fried. Like I'm Haitian American, guys. Okay. But unfully. It's at the house. <laughs> Often. Yes. So I'm frying plantains. I'm, yes. I, you know, yeah. we fry chicken. I would say 85% to 90% of how I eat is really good and nutrient dense. Okay. I don't do a lot of excessively processed foods because everything we're in the United States, everything is processed to a limit. Right. So we can't right, say right. we don't do process. True, everything true. is processed to a limit. Mm-hmm. But I don't do excessively processed stuff that often. And when I do, it's a higher quality or a better quality. Right. And it's not to say that if I, like we went to Six Flags, we were talking about spring break earlier, mm-hmm. went to Six Flags. Mm-hmm. I was eating 
or drinking right. what I need because you know we're out with the kids so, we're having right. and yeah. that's fine that's, that's absolutely yeah. that's, that's that's living it. life that's it we're not gonna be like oh where are the carrots at ain't no raw <laughs> carrots I'm you know if you don't give me this popcorn <laughs> right if you don't right. tell me what type of options that's I got it. for this hot dog <laughs> what right. is we so, doing right. we're gonna live life and. But for the majority of the time, Mm -hmm. we're going to eat nutrient dense foods. And that's how I, you know, raise. I don't want my my kids to be overwhelmed. And I feel like growing up in the 90s, that's what it was. Yeah. It was pushed on us this skinny, mini, healthy, no curves lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Even in the school. In the school as well. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm raising boys and. I don't want them to have that mindset either right? Right. because we don't think about boys having eating disorders, but they can. They can. can. Mm -hmm. We don't think about black boys either having, but they can. I work work with a couple of football, like football athletes, like Mm -hmm. very big guys, Mm -hmm. but they tend to either overeat Mm -hmm. or they tend to like, when they have to weigh a certain weight, Mm -hmm. like they have like that thing that they're going to do to make sure that they meet that weight thing. You know? right. yeah. And that's very, very hard because a lot of people don't understand it. Our black boys do need more attention when it comes to those type of disorders and things of that nature because yeah, totally. nobody's really talking about Absolutely. that. Absolutely. We haven't been giving Absolutely. them attention. Mm-hmm. You're right. And but on the flip side, too, like, you know, you were saying in the 90s, it was very much like a skinny culture. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, where's the thigh gap? Things of that nature. Okay. <laughs> that was a thing. And that's still <laughs> and a thing, the thigh gap. Now. Yeah, definitely a thing yeah. now. But on the flip side, I think, you know, definitely within black, you know, America, but even now just pervasive throughout all culture we're now kind of moved or migrated towards like a slim thick aesthetic right right along yeah. our thick aesthetic so in the same time it still affects BBL. your nutrition because right. people were not potentially not eating less beforehand to be skinny but now mm-hmm. they're eating more of x or y z thing yeah. in order to to gain weight in the right potential areas right. so like right. do you see a lot of that happening right now or what is your response to folks who are like trying to figure out the the correct diet to get that weight so I specialize in gut health and anti-inflammatory Ooh. therapies. That's that's my area of specialty. Yes. And that's the yes. center of every damn yes. thing. <laughs> oh, my God. So I tell people everything is individualized. Like mm-hmm. your gut, your gut, uh-huh. my gut, like a fingerprint. It's that mm-hmm. specific to you. So how I eat to do what I need to do and what I want to do is going to be different than what you do. True. Different than what you do. I'm going to tell you, I love my Okay. There's going to be a lot of similarities, Uh you know, in the long run. Uh But when we get down to the nitty gritty of Mm -hmm. it, there's a lot of differences as well Mm -hmm. of what we need to do. There is no, like you were saying, what do I need to do to gain weight in certain... Right. Like, you can't eat something and say, <laughs> it's gonna I, go need you to, I need it to go in my <laughs> not, booty. Not you want to be Popeye. Pie. I want the weight to I be. Wish. Not you trying to be Popeye. Where it goes to the right. Doesn't work that way at all. And so, I think people need to think about how individualized they are mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. their nutrition and how they eat needs to be individualized. You need to think about your financial capabilities first Come of all. On. Ooh, let's what you see on Instagram? Yes. With yes. the celebrities, they yes. have dietitians. Come on. Mm-hmm. Uh coaches. Come yep. on. They have fitness experts. They got the money to spend on these people. They got no budget. Let's just put that out there. They They have a budget. budget. Mm-hmm. They do. And so you trying to copy and be like them it's not going to always work for that you part. because yeah. you're not, you know, like them. Mm-hmm. How they eat is not going to be sustainable for you because you're going to be like, man, I miss them collard greens that my mama used to make. Yeah. Let me go dabble because we're we're different. Yeah. So we have to think about that. So I treat my clients differently in how I create therapies for them when we're going through healing processes or anti-inflammatory mm-hmm. processes Dang. because – 
everyone is different. Yeah. And I have to think about your medical background, your dietary mm-hmm. preferences, um, you know, your symptoms right now, if you have any. We have to think about all of that. Okay, I'm going to do a mini exercise. And Uh-oh. I'm going to put out the disclaimer. <laughs> put out the disclaimer. You can join it too, right? Oh We're going to put out the disclaimer like, obviously, this is like, I'm going to ask you questions about me and let's figure out like, you know, for the folks that can can potentially relate and take what they, they can or not. But oh, just okay. know, you're not my dietitian this or nutritionist. This is not medical advice. This is not medical advice. advice. Yeah. You know, I'm doing all that. Like, we'll, we'll put the disclaimers out there. Public but I like, service right. announcement. <laughs> but it, knowing that this is very individualized, I still want to give people some level of aspect of okay, how can you even get started or how? Yeah. what does a session potentially look like, right? Absolutely. So I come in, I'm like, all right. I said, I have 64 days till summer. I really want to do, you know, probably lose 10 pounds and I want to get slim thick. That's my goals. That's my thoughts. What do I need to eat in order to make sure that happens? Like what I need to do what from you a, need to do. you know, a dietitian perspective. So the first of all is mm-hmm. don't think like that. Oh, I know that's right. Don't think like that. Because it's true. It sets you up for failure. Because what happens if you don't lose the 10 pounds? And you're going to be like, man, I just suck. I can't do nothing right. You know, don't have that mind frame. So that's the first thing I would tell my clients. We're trying to live this life. Yeah. And we're going to do it all the time. Right. We may jump off the bandwagon. We in Vegas. We in Jamaica. We somewhere. (laughs) We live in life. That's cool. But this is the lifestyle that we're trying to live. Okay. We're yes. not trying to do it just for the for summer. And then mm-hmm. once fall comes, you're dum, 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 dum. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's that's right. not what we're doing. We're doing this, you know, we're trying to live this life. So that's the first yes. thing. Okay, good. So second of all, because I'm in a specialized area, I do testing. I actually do blood mm-hmm. testing to find out what's going Come on. Come through. Nice. What because foods are causing you inflammation? Don't give me a random pamphlet. Because, <laughs> because it is so important yes. to also know your allergies, to yes. know the things right. that you can mm-hmm. take or what you're not Absolutely. supposed to take. Absolutely. And you can get that done. And I, yes. I, I find it very very just hard for people not to understand mm. that beyond going to a doctor, you have to go see certain people about yeah. food. Certain things, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. It's hard for, I mean, it's hard for people to comprehend nutrition at the basic level. Mm. So to even talk about allergies versus food intolerance, uh-huh. right. which is what I... If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's, um, work with is the food intolerance part. Mm-hmm. People are like, you know, I just I want to test my allergies, and I and I have to explain to them allergies are different than food food intolerance. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. allergies. You know, you can have one or two of them. Food intolerances, you can have twenty. Oh, really? You can have a great number, and it could be due to those antibiotics you've taken for years that has now damaged your gut. Those mm-hmm. birth control pills you've taken for years that has Come now on. damaged your Come gut. On. Viral infection. Mm-hmm. That has been going around that has damaged your yes. gut. So many different things that could have damaged your gut. And now you're now intolerant to certain foods. And so now we need to heal that gut. Right. So that we can reintroduce those foods. So the tests you take or you would administer are related to let's find out what those intolerances let's are. That's what those intolerances okay. are. Mm-hmm. And then I cre- then create a therapy that is specific to that person taking into consideration the results, Mm -hmm. their background, their preferences, their medical diagnosis. Mm -hmm. All of that is taken into consideration. And then so I'm telling them what to eat based on their best foods. Mm -hmm. So food allergies, you have an allergy, you may most likely never be able to eat that food again. Mm -hmm. While food intolerances, it could be temporary. It could be a few months. It could be a few years. 
but you may be able to reintroduce it back into gotcha. your yeah. into your diet. And that is the goal. Yeah. And then with food intolerances, you may have an intolerance mm-hmm. and you eat that food and you don't notice until tomorrow evening. You're like, dang, I got a headache. What's causing this headache? Right. And you're trying to figure out, did I eat something? Is my cycle? And That's it's something true. you ate maybe 72 hours before yeah. that yeah. could have caused it. Yeah. While food allergies, you eat that food and within an hour, you're no. seeing symptoms. Your mm-hmm. face is swelling right. up. It may be anaphylaxic. Mm-hmm. You're having symptoms pretty immediate, and it's not dose-dependent with food allergies. You have a peanut allergy. You can have a minuscule amount or a spoon. You're having a reaction. Yeah. You have a food intolerance. You have a cracker because you have a wheat intolerance. You have no symptoms, but you go and have that public sub. Right. You doubled over in pain because it was too much. So there is absolutely differences from that. So back to you, client, not client. So we did the test. So so before we even get to the test, Mm. I need to find out what have you been doing? Because we don't want to jump from zero to 100 when have you been doing the basics? Right. Mm -hmm. Because the basics are, are we eating nutrient dense foods? Are the foods we're eating predominantly plant-based. This does not mean that we're vegan. Mm -hmm. It means plant-based does not mean that you're vegan because now vegan is a whole lifestyle. Like, I'm vegan. I can't, you know, we're not wearing leather purses, leather shoes, any of that stuff. Don't get me started. We're not doing any of that stuff. (laughs) Plant-based really means that you're consuming 75% of or more plant-based foods. Got you. So you can still incorporate meat products, Mm -hmm. but it's only about a quarter of your plate or less. Mm -hmm. Okay, while predominantly half your plate, we want it to be uh, fruits or veggies. And in my area, I want them that side to be colorful because the more color, the more antioxidants, the more nutrients that we're getting, the more vitamins, Mm -hmm. the more minerals, all that. The plate. We want yes. that plate to be, and that plate method is taking over from it's, the food guide taking, pyramid. You yes, guys remember the food guide pyramid? It was, was so confusing. Yes. <laughs> so that's what that plate method mm-hmm. is selling us to do. Yeah, good. And then one quarter on the other side of the plate, a quarter is a starch, and then a quarter is a protein. And that starch is corn. Corn is a starch. It's not a vegetable. <laughs> it's a vegetable, but it's a starchy, but it's a vegetable. starchy vegetable. So we're putting it yeah. in the starchy area. And then, um, you know, your rice, your 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 pastas, that's mm-hmm. where that would go. Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure, are you doing the basics? Right. Are you um, getting enough water? Are you getting enough sleep? What's your stress levels look like? Think because we often think health. about, mm. it's a holistic mm. health. That's real. We often think about fitness. We think about your nutrition, but we don't yeah. think about the mental. And yes. I often work with people where I'm like, okay, what's going on with you right now? Mm-hmm. For me to really make a difference I need you to see mental health. I need Come you to on. go to therapy yes. because yes. that stress, so the stress is gonna go. It's gonna be like doing yes. this. I'm it's doing this, and the yes. stress is bringing you back. So right. But I'm so also right. let's so also right. point out the fact to that too, especially with for for me and my disorder, bipolar disorder. There's certain foods I can't eat mm-hmm. that would encourage that will trigger the, 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 the trigger. Uh-huh. Like it'll be a main trigger for like if I'm already feeling down, it'll just take me over. Like, Absolutely. I'm, now so I'm emotional. Absolutely. Yep. So. I've been very how public. How did you determine that. the foods, um, or is it kind of just so? In how she said, yeah. Jay, she needs to know what you're what you're mm-hmm. already doing. Mm-hmm. I have to make sure that at least maybe once or twice a month, I'm yeah. documenting what I'm eating, and okay. then in those moments, because I journal anyway, mm-hmm. if I can go back and kind of pinpoint. Oh, on this day, I felt like this because blah blah blah, and oh, what did See I eat trend. that day? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I'm like, oh, I got to cut that out. I got you. You know what I'm saying? And she's like, I'm I'm even at a point where I don't drink heavily, Mm -hmm. but like alcohol got to go. And I'm not counting wine in the alcohol part yet. (laughs) I'm not not there yet. I'm not there yet, Lord Jesus. But... The alcohol got to go because it's, it's just like, it's right. one of those things where it just takes my body under. Uh, and I'm like, girl, mm. I want a margarita though. That's it. I want to point that out. And for me personally, like it's not necessarily like the types of food, but it's, uh-huh. I go through stages where say I can go half a day or more. Don't even touch anything. Mm-hmm. Probably just a little, some water and that's it. And then other mm-hmm. days I'm like, okay, I need to eat. I need to do whatever. And it's more so sometimes it's out of boredom. Sometimes it's out of just like stress. And sometimes it's just like, you know, the time it takes to create these things. Am I really feeling hungry? And it's interesting how mm-hmm. I can, t- like, there's certain days where I'm, I truly do not feel hungry. And the mm-hmm. other days where I'm like, no, I need, a, I'm, right. I need five meals. Right? And sometimes we do have to we mm-hmm. live busy lives. Right. And we have to remind ourselves. I have to remind myself. I tell people all the time, I'm a dietitian mm-hmm. that always forgets to drink water. Right. Or drink, period. So I have to like, and I'm I'm still breastfeeding. I have a one year old. I'm still breastfeeding. So he's already taken, <laughs> you know, fluids from me. And I'm I have to remind myself, stay hydrated, yeah. stay yeah. hydrated. Mm-hmm. So we have to remind ourselves to do that often. True. And I love that you knew mm-hmm. because people don't often correlate the power of food yes. to what's going on with us yes. right. and yes. how it can mm-hmm. trigger. Mm-hmm. Because the way our system, our health system, is set up now. Mm-hmm. Is that if it's not in the literature, if it's yeah. not double-blinded, randomized, controlled that, trial, that part. It, it's, it's not, not true. Yeah. And uh-huh. that's not necessarily true. Yes, there's a lot of snake oil stuff that's out there. Mm. But the absence of evidence is not the evidence. There's a way to say it. I forget. Yeah, you're not but you know the what I'm saying? The absence of evidence doesn't mean mm. that... It doesn't mean that the evidence doesn't, doesn't exist, exist right. or it's not mm-hmm. true. Because mm-hmm. I'm from Haiti mm-hmm. and there is so much herbal knowledge. Like my dad growing up could go in a backyard like I was I suffered from cramps often. Mm-hmm. He would go in a backyard um, in Florida, pick some stuff, brew it up and I was good to go. Wow. We have not studied these things in the United States. Yes. But does that make mean it's not true? Because right. Haiti has been around for years. China has been around for years. Mm-hmm. India, you know, they out here, they they are all about the natural stuff. And does that mean that it's not true because it's not not Western Mm -hmm. medicine? Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that it's not true. So I had to really remove myself because coming into the field, I was very, where is it in literature? I'm I'm leaving, you know, my life, this knowledge that my parents gave me behind because I'm like, oh, it's not written in black and white in the books that I learned. Mm -hmm. It's not in any of the research. And it wasn't until I got sick. So I got mm. sick, and that's how I got to specializing what I specialize. Because I got sick. Mm. It ended up that it was H. pylori that I contracted. Got which sick is a, while you were in, in your master's program? or I was already a dietitian. Oh, you were a dietitian. Okay. I was already mm-hmm. a dietitian, thank God, because mm-hmm. I had that knowledge that I needed. Yeah. Because if I wasn't, then I would have just been like, yes, sir, no, sir, to my doctor or my doctors mm-hmm. with the specialist that my PCP, my primary care physician, right, was right, sending right. me to. Mm-hmm. And then so my primary care physician found with through testing, realized it was H. pylori that I had. Mm-hmm. And that H. pylori is a bacteria infection that basically attacks your gut, the lining of your gut. Um, you have to use harsh bacteria to kill it because you want to make sure it's dead because it can put you at risk for stomach cancer. Right. And so I really wanted to make sure it was dead. I went through two rounds because the first round, it was not dying. It was like, I'm here to stay, girl. What you talking about? <laughs> listen, the way this stuff attacks black listen, people's bodies, listen, especially black was, women, listen, get it out. It was not trying to leave. And mm-hmm. so I went through the second round. 
killed it, but the symptoms remain. Mm-hmm. I was feeling tired all the time. I had brain fog. I was just like malaise. And so I went to a rheumatologist. He was like, it sounds like you got lupus. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you may have MS. Did all the testing. Everything came back negative. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, do I have cancer, Lord? Is that what it is? Like right. they're not finding it. So they went through a plethora of testing uh-huh. yeah. and everything came back negative. And now that I'm in, in this specialty, I have clients who say the same thing. They've gone through testing. They can't find anything. Don't but but Joanne, I feel it. I'm yes. sick. Yes. Something's right wrong. Yes. Something's wrong. I'm going through that right now. And I'm saying that just because like for a long, long time I was vegan. And I only became, went through the whole process of becoming vegan because I was dealing with the fact that while I was married, I had a doctor that told me, like, I had uh, PCOS and hypothyroid, right, mm-hmm. at, the, mm-hmm. at the time mm-hmm. that I was dealing with. I'm going to try to speed this up um, that I was dealing with at the time. And he was like, well, one of the things that we can do is we can go in and get your thyroid glands and stuff like that, take that out, and we can give you a hysterectomy. Baby, Ooh, first of all. Why is that always the first option? Why is that always, the first, always the first option? So, so <laughs> I immediately was like, number one, you're not going to cut me up twice in the throat and the vagina. Like, we're not going to do all that. So, but then it was like the recovery time. When that man told me it would probably take me at least maybe six months or to eight months from one thing, and then maybe like eight months to a year on other thing. Sir, I need my throat and I need a vagina. Right. One of them got to be working because I'm still married. <laughs> right. like, let's keep this real. Like this was a real conversation. Right. Right. But the thing was, is I told him, I said, okay. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Well, can we wait six months before we schedule either surgery? Like, let me go and go Mm. look at what I'm eating and change that up. I said that immediately. I'm from southern Mississippi. Mm -hmm. We eat the shit that be in our backyard. I'm talking (laughs) about cows, pigs, the coons, everything. Get it? Kill it? Put it on the table, okay? So I'm sitting up there and I'm like, bruh. And I was married to a man who's from upstate New York, Caribbean. So our food was like, no. So I was like, okay, now I got to prepare something different for you and the kids. And I've got to pay attention to me. Yeah. Baby, when I changed my diet, everything changed. I didn't have to do no um, surgery. The PCOS Mm. went away. The hypothyroidism went away. So now that I'm almost 40, my body's doing that shift again. Mm. I've had my last child. Praise the Lord. She's four. I'm done. Closed up shop (laughs) down there. Okay. But the thing about it is, is even when you do something like that, your body now, like for me, I still, I feel like I'm perimenopause at this point. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I haven't heard a whole lot of black women talk yeah. about that in relation to that. I've been gaining weight. 
So mm-hmm. I know like the thyroidism is something that's coming back. I've, I've had to talk to my doctor about PCOS mm-hmm. dealing, you uh-huh. know, coming back and things like that, especially in relation to my cycle. But then I started to think about the shit I've been eating here recently. Mm-hmm. And baby, I ain't been giving a shit. I just right. been eating whatever and right. just doing whatever, whatever my body has felt. Uh-huh. And I'm feeling that now. Uh-huh. So when you, when you bring mm-hmm. that up, mm-hmm. it's so important for us as black women, not only to just make sure that we're advocating for yeah. ourselves, mm-hmm. but that we're paying attention to ourselves. Right. Because yes, it's okay for us to do X, Y, and Z, but I know for me, these doctors are telling me that I am okay. Uh-huh. They're telling me that the t- but blood test is not feel okay. okay. And right. I'm like, no. <laughs> no. Like, do you see me? Right. The textbook I am, is okay, I am but me the heaviest I've yes. been ever. Uh-huh. And I'm okay with it because I like the thickness. I'm not mad at it because <laughs> I can move this. But the point is, is I want to be healthy and right. right. Yes. You know right. Like, yes. If I'm going to yes. be that, I want to be the, my best key. self. So I like that you're pointing that out, but I wanted to share that because in different stages for all black women mm-hmm. I think it's very very important that we kind of really be check honest in. about what that is and mm-hmm. how we check in with ourselves mm-hmm. right and and That's it's true. absolutely you're right on point right with what you just said different phases of, of life mm-hmm. we have to tweak we have mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. you know make changes and you know yourself better than anyone come on anybody you else. go to a specialist yes. the first time they're seeing you yes. right and you know and you you're telling them okay. and they're like the we don't see it because <laughs> They're, they're, they're not going to see you with the problem. Right. They, they don't see it, it because they don't feel it. Right. They don't see it in the results right. that they're testing. Right. And, and that's but that the doesn't thing. mean it's not true because it then yes. starts playing with our yes. mind and makes, making us think we're crazy. But that's the thing, especially with you knowing, like, for your story, you kept going back for tests and right. you kept having to do tests. Mm-hmm. And so I can imagine folks who didn't potentially have the right. knowledge how not, thinking you're not okay and then seeing multiple tests saying you are, right. it can kind of trip you up. And yes. folks right. saying, like, okay, well, then should I stop? Should I just give it time? Right. Should and I just and then it becomes something else. So the fact that, okay, so you took the test. They said it's it's normal, but you obviously didn't feel normal. Mm -hmm. What was your next step? So my next step after that, because I was already in the field, and if I I wasn't, Mm -hmm. I probably would have stopped, but I was already in the field, and I noticed Mm -hmm. that when I ate certain foods, Mm -hmm. I was getting the pains. I would eat wheat, and I love bread. I love bread. (laughs) I would eat bread (laughs) or rice or pasta, I should say, not rice. I was good with rice. It was pasta and bread. Right. I would pasta eat that and I'd be time. doubled and over in pain. It feel like somebody took a blowtorch and was like, shh. Well, do you feel what? that with what you're eating right no, now? No, thank God. Okay, all right. Because we're still checking <laughs> in on not, you. Yes, still still check. no, I had I knots yeah. in my wrists. Mm-hmm. I couldn't turn my head left yes. and right. Oh. I was I was tired. Like I told y'all all wow. the time. I had a one year the I had energy. A, I had mm-hmm. one kid at the time, and I was like. Yes, I have one kid, but I was still getting my eight hours mm-hmm. plus nice. sleep. Mm-hmm. But I was still always tired. Yeah. And then so when I told my rheumatologist, that she was like, he was like, it's not in the literature. The literature don't doesn't say anything about uh, food and these symptoms that uh, you're feeling. And I said, okay. Being that I was already master's degreed, mm-hmm. my brain was a research-minded person. And I was like, okay, Joanne, we about to figure this figure out, this out mm-hmm. ourselves. There's a traditional way. Like you said, you do food journaling. Mm-hmm. And that's great. I have people do food journaling before mm-hmm. they come to see me so I can see how they eat, how does that look like? And you have to be honest. Right. Like, you have like, to be don't honest. bullshit. Because if you do, then you bullshit oh yourself. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Like, I've had people. So, like I said, I, <laughs> I've been sad. very vocal about, like, especially with my mental illness and food, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I've had people say, well, how did you figure that out? So, I'll tell them. And, you know, 
they'll try to come back and be like, well, I talked to my therapist and I shared it with them. And they said that there's no such thing as, I said, baby, don't talk to them. You need to go talk to a dietitian <laughs> exactly. or a nutritionist. They will understand that better than your therapist. Yeah. Your therapist handles your mind. Mm-hmm. This person is going to handle your food with, right. along with your mind. Right. Like, so you go there Figure and they're like, out. I didn't even think that I'm supposed to do that. And I'm like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I get it. But I think everybody should food journal. Yes. And it's not yes. to really kind of like make you so like, you know, OCD hyper about aware right. about what you're eating and drinking. It's just more so like just be mindful, like right. the mindfulness part of it all. Right. Yeah. And it helps you to know what you eat. Because truthfully, we cycle. We eat That's maybe it. the same things in the Girl, 14 day, 21 day period. Mm-hmm. We think we're eating right. a whole bunch yeah. of, but we're not. Mm-hmm. So if you journal... And get to know what you eat and what works for you. You may not have to journal after you get to know and know what works for you. Mm -hmm. But when we're dealing with inflammation and the work Mm. that I do, it's harder to journal and figure out, okay, was it the black pepper in this food that was the problem? Was it... The turmeric, now turmeric is an anti-inflammatory food and people often think, well, how is that causing me inflammation? There's nothing wrong with the turmeric. The turmeric is great. It has anti-inflammatory um, properties. Your gut just yes. can't digest yes. it right wow. now. Oh, interesting. And because of that, mm. it's causing you these symptoms that you are, you know, you're experiencing. So we need to remove what we need to remove temporarily, mm-hmm. allow the gut to not be like, stop attacking me. Yeah. I need to heal. And let's see what it does on its own, you right, know. Right, and and, right. and people, you know, modern medicine don't like us to say food is medicine. They don't want mm-hmm. us to say that. Because it takes away. Right. It takes away <laughs> from, you know, who. Mm-hmm. And and we're not saying food is medication because medication has its its purposes. You know, right. if you're having an acute situation, we you may need to take that medication to yeah, save your sure. life. And I'm all about mm-hmm. that. But at the same time, but that's going to alter your gut, too. It may alter yeah. your gut. But at least we've saved your life because that right now are... you were in an imminent danger. Yeah. Yeah. And we understand that. But for the chronic long-term effect, let's see what we can do to heal and help the food that you're eating, you I know, really heal your body. like so that because you, a lot of people... To, you to start a journal. I got to start a journal. And because I also feel like for me, outside of just the variety in terms of when I eat and all this stuff, like I recognize that I seem to bloat very easily. Right. So I don't know where that's coming from. Inflammation is the food. It's the yeah. food. It's just like, I feel like when you bring that home... In dealing with a patient, you're you, we've said this before. Right. You're dealing with the whole person because mm-hmm. you're not just focusing. And yes, that's your job, you know, the diet, right. and the nutrition part. But you're actually asking them, like, okay, no, I need to know everything, like stressors, right. triggers, yes. because right. people don't really realize when you really sit down and you start thinking about what's stressing you for real, mm-hmm. what's bothering you for real, for what's real. a what's a trigger. If you go back and you really look at that. It could be the people in your life. It could be mm, the people that you girl. work with. It could be the job. Because I can also say there's certain places where if I was working or I was doing certain mm-hmm. things, I was eating bullshit because everybody right. else around me was eating bullshit. Right. Or there was no access to finding something else. But didn't so have the time to meal prep because you're working part, on this. That save part. This. Yeah, so so for me, things. I just think it's it's so important that you're bringing up these points because you're you, that's a holistic way right. of dealing with somebody. Right. Remember now. So something else, too, because I think a lot of times, let's say they go to you or I'm there, we're figuring it out or didn't. A lot of people think of all or nothing. Mm-hmm. Like the first thing when they think of nutrition or dietitian, I'm going to cut out all the red meat. I'm going to cut out all meat. I'm now vegan. I'm right. now this. Like So it sounds like from what you're saying, it's, you know, you can have the things. Yeah. Let's just figure out what things you can or can't do. Right. Because, we, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it depends on the person. If that's the life you want to live, right. we're going to figure it out and we're mm-hmm. going to make that happen. I've had people who were dealing with inflammation 
to the point where they were doubled over in their bathrooms, you know, when they are in pain, who were vegans. And we had to come off. Oh, the baby. Veganism. Come on. That's a good Come point. on. Yes, come on. We had to come off the veganism. Because people think that's a because, cure-all. Because, <laughs> right. It's not a cure-all. <laughs> because oftentimes when people are vegan, mm-hmm. they're just substituting meat this for another significantly processed mm. crap that's and out on market. Worse. And it's even worse. worse you right? talking about soy. If we start talking about soy, we will yes. be here all right. damn night. Yes. What, what's, you may not be able to tolerate all these foods that yes. are the vegan foods. Yeah. And even so... People that I've worked with, they may not be able to tolerate the different starches that were in their their foods, even if it was because I'm testing whole foods. I'm not testing like combination foods. I'm testing whole foods. So they may not have been able to tolerate oats or rice or or whatever it was. And then we had to incorporate fish back into their diet Mm. so that because they were tolerating that well. And we needed the calories. We needed yep. you to gain weight. We needed you to sustain life. Mm. So we needed to incorporate the meat back. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Or, uh, or the fish back and then heal. And then because that was the choice that they wanted to do was be a vegan and not eat you know animal products so we went back to that once we were done that is a real thing so people think like veganism is the cure-all right because baby when i was Mm -hmm. pregnant and i was (laughs) absolutely not that baby was at listen she gonna get it she gonna get the meat she gonna get whatever it was and i was very honest and vocal about that and then i had to start telling people baby i'm just plant-based plant-based because would you you're gonna see me eat my vegetables right i'm going to do that Mm -hmm. but if i have an urge or a feeling like i've noticed that my body does that Mm -hmm. more hence why i know there's a problem Mm -hmm. it's not i don't think it's just because of the craving for meat or the feel for meat or what have you but there's something that i'm lacking that is making me really really go for that Mm -hmm. and um that's a real Mm -hmm. thing i think that's 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 very honest and, and and hearing how she if she was consulting you like the process the in process itself would really work out. I think that's a very comfortable process and because how, most yeah. people would think that it would be a scary very thing. Very much scary. Very much like okay, that means I'm changing my entire right. life, and that's right. something that won't be able to be sustained. Right. So, like I know you were saying, this is a you know what you do is is not for a moment in time; it's for a lifestyle right. and mm-hmm. for a lifetime potentially. So, how often do you? Uh, suggest people come to you let's say ah, every year let's say you're in the maintenance phase all right, right. we did the action we're, we're putting in the action we're putting in the work what next it depends on what their goal is so mm-hmm. i've had people so when we're working together we're working together for a month we're working together for three months it depends on the package that they choose i've had professional athletes who come to me or people who are very um i don't need uh the motivation mm-hmm. I don't need the accountability. So they'll come to me for the testing. I create a therapy. We go over it. We decide. We talk about what they're going to eat. And then they go about their way and do the therapy on their own. She me. I'm going to do this. But then I have people who are like, I need you to hold my hand just a little bit, Joanne, because I need a little guidance. And then I'll continue on my own. Mm -hmm. And then I have people who are like, I really need need accountability. That's what Mm -hmm. I need. And they were were with me the whole three months. And we do three months because it takes about that long Mm -hmm. to get the gut healing before we start re- testing like introducing the foods that were triggers to see if you are good with them mm-hmm. it may be longer we may have to go six months mm-hmm. but all that information is provided to the person so that they can continue so it's a way a way to build back up the way you eat yes. with the knowledge mm-hmm. of what works for you mm-hmm. 
Because the tests, and there's no test out there that tests for all the foods, yeah, especially right. within our community, minority community, um, that we eat. So it tests for a robust amount, but there was a point in time during therapy that we're reintroducing foods that were not tested mm-hmm. so that we can make sure that you are living that sustainable lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You are enjoying the foods that you're eating. And let's test out and see if okra is fine for you. Let's yes. see if you're able to tolerate it. And if you're not, then we'll remove it. We now know. We now know the way that that one of my tests that I think it was is like for allergies or whatever, Mm -hmm. but it also included food intolerance at the place that Mm -hmm. I go to. Baby, the way that they had broccoli on there where I couldn't eat it, I was struggling (laughs) because I love broccoli. I love broccoli. And eventually, because my gut healed, I was able to eat it again. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they were like, it's okay. You're going to be okay. (laughs) But when I say that was the most stressful, like, most people be like, okay, no broccoli, Whatever. cool. Yeah. Right. But I'm like, Lord, God forbid if somebody tell me I'm allergic to like, or I have a food intolerance for watermelon or grits, <laughs> I'm going to fucking lose it. Let me just say that because ain't no way. That's how I feel about I'm, oxtail. I'm like, up. don't ever tell me. <laughs> I'm figure something else out. You, you, you know, if you're really in pain, you'll be able to do it temporarily, True. just to be able to heal, yeah, True. Yeah, yeah. and then you know. You know, you try to get back to it. You may never be able to get back to it. Who knows? But you want to test it out. But I do have people for the maintenance side of the question. So I have people who are like, okay, um, you know, I'm just feeling off now. It's been a few years. Mm -hmm. I just want to re- you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. do it over and see, or professional athletes who feel like, like they're annual. jump, they're it's jump shot. Like, it could be that, you know, I, right. I myself do it every three years. I, I test myself mm. or after each pregnancy Good. because pregnancy right. for me is very sure. inflammatory. That is, sure. that is a okay. really dope. Co- that right there. <laughs> jacked up. Yeah. Jacked you up. People be doing the same shit after every child. And I'd be like, girl, how? <laughs> Let me tell you how different all three of my kids, my pregnancies yes. were with my kids. So Absolutely. like, even with my girl, people were like, oh, the girl's going to be fine. She's going to be easy. She took me through it. Body wise, <laughs> everything. Like right. all of the things happened with her. And um, I just feel like it's one of those things where if we're more mindful too, just of our, of our whole self, right. I'm right. paying attention to food. Oh, I think that just heals so much more. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We pay attention to yourself. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to your body. Once you get to know your body, not only will you be like, you put your foot down when the doctor is like, Come on. we don't see it. You'll Come be like, uh uh-uh, uh, doc. No. Okay. Yeah. Not, if not you, then somebody else. Right. right. Because Refer there's, there's many, there's sure. providers out there. You just find who works mm-hmm. for you. If a doctor is not listening to you, if they're like, what you say, it's not it, then that's not the person for you. If, right. if, if a dietitian, if you go see a dietitian and they're not, listening to your needs and trying to find a way to work with you because there are people who are like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to not eat dairy. I don't want. And I'm like, it's, it's temporary, <laughs> temporary thing. Cause what we're, our goal here is to heal your gut. Yes. And right now you're not tolerating dairy. Yes. So let's, but they're like, I don't want to do it. I don't want. And that's why I often have conversations ahead of time to tell people, you know, what my process is. So you can know, what the process is and what our That's what real. our goals are. Yes. We're trying to heal. We're trying to reverse inflammation. Some people don't have any diagnosis. Like it took my husband forever to finally do this test. Ah. He was like, "What if it says rice is bad? I don't. Yes. I'm not giving up rice. Ain't nobody coming." <laughs> and he finally did it. And he was like, he plays basketball a lot. He's a basketball head. And he was like, I feel like I'm in my 20s. Like, I'm jumping. Like, I'm wow. springing. I'm springing. Right. I'm springing. And I'm like, see, you should have been that done this. Done it. 
Now he got his group. Right. Day. You should have been did this and you would have been you would you know. So what are, what do people say? I know you said you personally studying and recognizing only two percent or two or so percent of folks are black dietitians. Um, but now you in the field and folks coming to you, is there a different reaction? Is it a different clientele just knowing like you are a black woman really talking to folks about their food wellness? Right. Yeah. So I mean I have black clients, I have white clients because I was trained in the white mindset. So I, I already got that. Right? I already got that down. And then people come to me and they're like, you know, we, I've, I'm looking for a black dietitian because I feel like you would understand me more. And I'm so happy I found you. And, you know, they're down for it. They love it because I come with the mindset of, okay, so what do you typically eat? What does your mm-hmm. breakfast typically look like? Right. So when the results come back from the test that I do, as I'm building the therapy based on all the information that I've collected, I'm asking, what do you like eating? So mm-hmm. if pancakes are your thing for breakfast, mm-hmm. what within these ingredients can we use to make pancakes some semblance of yeah. what you like to eat? True. So you have some familiarity with how you're eating. So you're not like, <sighs> right. I can't deal. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So people are really happy to see, to find black. And, and social media, I will say, have made it more yeah. so that we know who we I myself when I started the field mm-hmm. when I was in the field I would say about seven five years ago I didn't know that many black dietitians yeah. right 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 because we, exactly. we didn't know yeah. where each, each other were mm-hmm. unless you went to school with somebody in my graduate program I was the only one for a while wow oh. you know in undergrad there was only a sprinkle of us mm-hmm. wow you know gotcha yep. gotcha so in your household You've already said this because we didn't point this out. We know you're a mama, but you're a mama of five. Right, so let's stress that out. And I only say that just because meals Mm -hmm. in the house, you have Mm -hmm. to do this at home. Uh So it's Mm -hmm. not only are you helping other people, but you are practicing. You're doing the thing at home. How does that make you feel as a black woman in this space, being able to help and heal the community? Because that's what you're doing. Right. It it makes me feel great. It makes me feel great because I was already of the mindset because, you know, I wanted to go to med school. I wanted to help the community. But now that I myself was a patient, so to speak, and I'm able to really understand people who are coming to me. When they say something is wrong or I feel off or I actually have a diagnosis, but the doctor's not really understanding mm-hmm. um, how to help me with how I eat, I really connect yeah. with that. And I understand mm-hmm. how they feel mm-hmm. because I went through that process. Mm-hmm. So at home, it's, you know, people are always like, your kids must really eat well. Mm-hmm. They're kids. Sure. They're, they're, they don't, it don't matter if I'm a dietitian, doctor. Right. Obama, it don't matter. <laughs> they don't want to eat. They're not eating. I know yeah, kids right. are picky eaters. Sure. Right. They're picky, so they're not <laughs> going to eat. And so I have to find different ways to get them nutrients. And like during Christmas, it was a break for us all because we weren't in the hustle and bustle of picking them up, bringing them to school, you know, all that stuff. And I was like, okay, we going to Costco. I just got my Costco membership. People were like, girl, you got five kids. You just getting it. I know. I'm late. I'm late. I'm late. I'm late. I got it now. I got it now. So I got my Costco membership and I was going to Costco and I was buying these mozzarella sticks and they were really good. And I was like, mommy, you know, the kids were like, mommy, what's, what's for lunch? We're hungry. I'm like, okay, we about to bring out these mozzarella sticks. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I made my own sauce from scratch at home nice. for them to dip in, and I paired it with a smoothie. Mm. So we don't have to make it so stressful. 
So we got the protein, mm -hmm. we got the starch, mm -hmm. and then we got the Fun. vegetables <laughs> with the smoothies. Mm -hmm. We got spinach in there. We got strawberries. We got bananas. Right. We got mangoes. We got whatever we need and to make it. To too. We yes. make. We got the colors mm -hmm. to complement. So it doesn't always have to be hard. Yeah. I'm not always feeding my kids frozen pizzas, mm -hmm. but when I do, I'm making it semi-homemade. Mm -hmm. I'm topping it with spinach. I'm topping it with red bell pepper. Mm -hmm. I'm topping it with red onions to make it life easier for yeah. me and, you know, get them the nutrients that they need. So sure. my kids, so people ask my kids when I, they know that I have a vegan background, of course, but and I say more plant-based mm -hmm. now, but they'll ask me, well, what are your kids? And I'd be like, they call themselves flexitarians because <laughs> they do whatever they right. feel. Yes. And my kids literally like, they'll eat certain vegan things, but they'll ask questions because mm -hmm. they'll ask specifically like, how is this prepared or mm -hmm. is it processed, whatever. Like they'll ask the things and it kills people because they'll see them sitting at a table. And if they ask, they don't see anything green on the plate or coming on the menu or whatever, they'll be like, can I get a piece of avocado or something? Love like, it. Or can I get broccoli instead or something right. like things like yeah. that? And people are shocked. And mm -hmm. I'm like, no, that's just because they, they were always given an opportunity to uh -huh. have to choose. Mm -hmm. Right. And then when they got to choose, I got to try different things with them because mm -hmm. seasoning goes a long way mm -hmm. with children. Mm -hmm. They may say they don't like something or yeah. with dips. Mm -hmm. You give them an opportunity to try it in different types of seasoning <laughs> right. or dips or like like little things that they Check like, like out. ranch or something yeah. like that. Oh my God, they'll kill it. They'll kill it every time. Absolutely. And you got it, you have to expose them to that. So I, I exposure. Love that you said that. Yes. That's it. We don't expose our kids. We don't bring them into the kitchen. I have boys, and people don't expect boys to be in the kitchen. Come on, you but better have them boys in the with kitchen. A chef father. My father right. was a French chef. So mm -hmm. I know men are great in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. So I have my boys in the kitchen with me introducing different things. Mommy, mm -hmm. what is that? That's an eggplant. Yes. What is that? that? Those are carrots. Mm -hmm. How do we prepare it? You give them two healthy options and you say, do you want this or do you want that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They are making a choice, but you know, whichever choice they make, there's it's a healthy option. And exactly. Empowered right. And they feel empowered. I have a garden and, you know, right. they see where things grow. I love that. Mm -hmm. What's, what's, you know, where it comes from. I may take them to the grocery store so they can see where I'm purchasing food. Right. It gives them familiarity with foods. It helps them to make them feel a part of the decision that you're not pushing things on them. Yes. Yes, you can try all these things and they'll still be picky eaters. Right. But that exposure is there. And they it's going to come no. back. And also, I mean, one back. thing to note that I keep hearing, because, you know, I'm that mom. She's also raising her men to be good men in the house. Because... <laughs> I Absolutely. remember when it was hard to send somebody to the grocery <laughs> store and they come back with a hard-ass avocado. What is this? Absolutely. What is this? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I want my boys. I'm like, well, I guess God ain't going to give me this girl that I want. Never know. And so, all right, all right. I'm, so, I, I'm not saying it, girl, yes. God. If you want to throw her at me, come right. on. Come on, bring her to me. I love you. But, um, you know, I want my boys to be raised with the understanding that whatever partner they're going to have in life, mm -hmm. they're able to support their mm -hmm. their women. It's not about, okay, I'm the man. I don't know how to cook. I don't know how to boil right. water. I don't know how to do. Mm -hmm. My husband can cook. That's it. The cooking that he knows how to do now, he didn't know how to do in college. He knew how mm -hmm. to, when I met him, he was boiling rice. And he was a, veg, a vegetarian at the time, mm -hmm. for real, for real. He wasn't vegan, but he ate goat. That's a Caribbean fish, but he didn't do chicken. He didn't do turkey, right? And he didn't do he did cheese. So that he was a flexitarian. That's really what he himself a vegetarian when I met him. He knew how to make rice. He knew how to cook some of these veggie meats. 
But now he knows how to do a lot of the stuff that I know oh, how wow. to do. So if, you know, I'm postpartum, he can go into the kitchen Good. after my mom has gone. Because my mom always comes. Right. He, he can go into the kitchen. And my boys are seeing that. Love so that. they're not going to mm-hmm. be like, well, daddy didn't do that. So right. what you trying to tell me, wife? And it's not just ownership of the family. It's literally your body, too. He's preparing what he's going to eat as right. well. So it's right. like, listen, making Absolutely. men get more involved in what it means to be Absolutely. You know, very nutrition conscious. Right. So, I mean, we clearly could talk to you all day, but we have really I mean, could. Lord Jesus. So I feel, I feel like I got my pre-session. We're going to book a real one and <laughs> really, really talk about it. Um, but we have a question that we ask all of our guests, mm-hmm. and we keep it open-ended on purpose. The question is, what is your dream for black women? Oh, that is such a great <laughs> question, being that I'm a black woman. Yes. And the Joanne now is not Joanne t- 10 years, even five years ago, I would say. I want us black women, black mothers, to know ourselves, know what we need, and not allow it, society to tell us what that is. Mm. My dream for us Full is autonomy. if we could mm. learn ourselves early without the worry of perception, we would be living such great lives earlier yeah. than we are. Yeah. Now yeah. I'm in my early 40s. And oh, you I look good, give, girl. Thank Listen. you. <laughs> I don't give two and I'm still unlearning I'm still yeah, unlearning yeah, yeah, this yeah, yeah, sure. because like there are things that I'm like what my mama gonna say what mama mm-hmm. she gonna say I'm, I'm worried about what she's gonna say and so I still have a little bit of that in me mm-hmm. it's not completely removed mm-hmm. but from five years ago where I was so worried about what mm-hmm. society perceived of me yeah. and my husband he's so great with pushing me in my business and what, I've, and what I'm doing and I'm that. like well that's not what we learned more. in school he was like Right. You know this. You know what's helping to heal people. Who cares whether they co-sign it or not? Yeah. Because somebody's yes. gonna go out there and do this. You better girl, you better be the one that's doing yes. it and making this money, okay? Mm-hmm. Right. So he's always had that mindset. And his sister, who's one of my closest friends, she has that same mindset as well. Yes. And I've learned from them to not care about what people think. So that it, it's not that I don't care because I do care in the sense that I care about people. I care yeah, about humans. Yeah, right. But I don't want my caring of you to affect me Stop you. Right. where it's now affecting my mental health yes. because I care so much about what you think. Yes. So I want that my dream for black women is to take ownership of who we are yes. without letting others affect us so that yes. we can become our greatest self, our healthiest self. Without the influence of others. Love it. I love mm-hmm. that. Oh, you know? my God. Yes. Woo. Listen, I'm signing up for my up. consultation soon. Yeah, I'm what so are we tell talking people about? where they can reach you, follow you or your business yes. or both. <laughs> Absolutely. So on Instagram, I am Black Nutritionist Mama. Okay. Because so I am black, cl- I am a nutritionist yes. and a mama. Yes. Um, so I see all colors, mm-hmm. but I'm still black nutritionist mama because that's who I am. Yes. Uh, my website is wonderfullynutritious.com because um, my, my business is Wonderfully Nutritious Solutions. Mm-hmm. So you can go on Instagram, DM me. I'll communicate with you that way. You can go on my website, wonderfullynutritious.com, communicate with me that way. Or you can email me, Joanne, at Wonderfully Nutritious. And I will respond as well. 
Yes. That's amazing. Love that. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Joanne, and just sharing all of your, your goodness. Thank you for having us. That was everything. Very, very, very. Thank you for having me. This was great. Of course. Thank so you. for all things Monuments to Me, you already know to lock in with us on all, everywhere you listen to your podcast. Subscribe. You know, <laughs> we are at Monuments to Me. Until next time. Thank you for tuning in to Monuments to Me. Thank you to Revolt for allowing us this safe space to have these important conversations. If you like what you heard today, then subscribe and tell a friend to tell a friend about your new favorite podcast. Head over to Revolt.com to stay connected to all things Monuments to Me. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.